So guys, welcome to another episode of the On About Nothing podcast. Um, whether we're recording live from the streets of Lagos is left to be known because we have we have global members. We have a LMJ who is international. Who knows? Bullish might even be in the US at this point responding to us. Only God knows which part of the world Kule is in. But as far as I'm concerned, our head office is still Lagos until they move us to the US. But it's nice to have you guys here on a Thursday night. Um, Bullish, let's get on club. Everything okay? I'm a strong What's going on? The problem is just it, it, it's a it's a ripple effect of how Xavi has um, how he has arranged his squad from the first game. So right. why 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 did I say that? You have you have a defense that is stable that you have worked with for um, what's it called? For almost ten games back to back that they, they were barely considering. Then you change the defense drastically in that first leg, so you don't even have the composure to play how you should play. So you're just you're just you know up up, up and down until you, know, you got to you, you know. Bullish, I don't want to interrupt you, but we'll come back to the whole Europa League and UEFA Champions League if proper very soon. But I want to start on on the election front, like on the Nigerian front. I don't know how many of us have read them. Um, Police article after um, regarding the election and but let's just dive right into it because a lot of people have read your article. Some people are confused, even though I feel like the grammar is not plenty, it's plain English. But some people are like, okay, what's he trying to say? So I think this is like the best platform to put you on the spot and say, okay, from the way I see it, you feel like elections are not enough to get Nigeria into the next place. And as much as you've um, provide some solutions in the article. I would look, like I said, I would like to put you on the spot now and say, okay, what are those solutions that you prefer, and why do you think election is not enough? I think it's, honestly, I think it's um, that kind of sums it up because honestly, it's pretty clear that elections are not enough in Nigerian front because we don't like look at the, you look at the state, of the country. You, you, you can't just say that okay, we can just do one thing. We did the past, we did the next. I mean, for the next eight years, we just do one thing: the vote. And it has finished because we have been doing that one thing for the past 24 years, and that is not how that is not how anything works. Basically, if you are if you are at your job and you're doing one thing for the past 24 years and it's not working, they're going to take and they are going to sack you right so after 24 months. Guys, that's yeah, that's even generous because yeah, it shows that yes, okay, you are not rethinking, you are not rethinking what you're meant to do, and we are not rethinking what you're meant to do. So, in terms of um, what elections in Nigeria itself is that I said what I, according to what was the thing I wrote in that school that in Nigeria elections they don't our politicians don't engage in consciousness they just come and tell us stuff and go. like all the things we've seen from the the, um, the past is basically um, next um, last week we saw Tinubu's on us is a good man they had Nigerian interest at that they said one person wants to restore Nigeria they, they are not going to see how they will just put words like okay. Just put down and put PR nonsense and go. And in terms of solutions, I think one of these is even Bolis himself. Has, me and Bolis have had this discussion before. In terms of like the Nigerian Constitution, it's one of the worst that's ever been written in this life. Like the Constitution is terrible. The way it's structured, it basically just gives the president power to do whatever he likes and not be able to hire a to. So first of all, in terms of solutions for us to do, we need to we basically need to redraft the Constitution and. If we want to have a clear sense of what democracy would look like, we have to redraft our condition with input of everybody. 
Because first of all, that is how democracy should start. You can't just say, oh, yes, we are, okay, let's vote on Saturday. We're not going to, oh, okay, until 2031 again, for doing that thing. So, in those eight year period, what are you doing? Nothing. So, and democracy does not work like that. Like, if it, again, I said, if you did one, one thing in your workplace for eight years, you will not be in your, your workplace for eight years because they won't take you seriously. So, why, why, why are we doing it in our political system? I'm sorry, I'm pulling it. Um, yeah, I read, I read your article, and I could prefer that for, for some of the things that you wrote. You said that, um, he said that, you said that, um, um, calling our leaders into accountability, like holding accountable every three, three months. And from, if I'm trying to translate what you wrote into layman words, what you are suggesting is that, okay, not necessarily revolution or radicalization, but a form of protest. So my question, before I even come to Bolish, my question to you now is going to be that the last time we saw Nigerians try to protest on something that they believed in and try to demand for some people a change in that, we all know how ended, that ended, like people got killed. And to this present day, so people, some people are still denying the fact that it didn't happen, whether it happened or not, blah, blah, blah. That's the people that wake us, that want to drive us mad every morning by telling us that that did not happen. So how do you encourage another sort of people to say, okay, let's go and fight for what we want. After the last one, we saw a lot of people get, getting killed. Yeah, the accountability is never even protest because ultimately protests starts to happen once the leaders don't want to be accountable. There is their actual democratic control by every three months, their actual accountability. So, and it's not like protest, like, okay, the delegates they elected, they come back to that district and say, okay, in this past three months, the thing you said you've done, have you done them? If you have not, you have the power to remove you. So, it doesn't even have to be. I, I, one of the things I said, like, okay, let's imagine we don't need to get violent. Let's just imagine restructuring our political system, even peacefully, like, first of all. Because ultimately, protests happen when social contracts get broken, whereby the leaders don't do what they're meant to do for us, you know, and, we, and we have completely lost faith in them. And so that is, so no, it's not even necessarily, again, not necessarily protests. It's about, ultimately, the discussion. It's discussion, analyzing what has been done, analyzing what has not been done, and say, okay, yes. Again, all of, a lot of it still falls down to constitutional reform because first of all, we need to create a constitution whereby the leaders will be accountable to us. But right now, they are not. Because right now, I'm still waiting for uh, a beg after four years, okay. Because for the past eight years, all I've been doing is that, okay, when it's time, we need to get to a place whereby. If we want to get, get rid of Bari within one week, we're getting rid of him. So not like we're waiting for eight years. So that is what the point of accountability in itself means. And those accountability sessions. Um, Bolish, I don't know if you have seen the article or not. I'd like to get your take. But I just have one question. I just have one question for you before. I said this before you give your take. I just have one question to ask. Because I'm clearly saying that we need to come to a system whereby these people are accountable and we can bring them to the table. But so far, since I've been at least on this planet, has been practicing democracy in 1999. Our politicians have shown us that we don't even have the power to bring them to the table to come and talk to us. So how do we get that power? So uh, the thing that is, I, I can't fault what Kunle is saying. And to answer, your, I'm trying to answer your question. But the truth is, Nigeria is such a different, complicated country that 
some of those things is not something that can be achieved in one fell swoop. What do I mean by that? No, now, I, no, no, none of this is definitely be achieved in one fell swoop. That's what they that is one of the issues I have against voting is because voting makes it seem like you can be achieved in one fell swoop and cannot. So that, that that's that is the orientation that we probably have to give Nigerians. Now, because to to ask your question, to um, answer your question, to get um, leaders to be accountable, the citizens first have to be in agreement. And we are so diverse in this country that it's difficult mm-hmm. for, for us to mm-hmm. come in agreement. So that's the first problem we have. We are, so, we are so diverse in our cultural beliefs, in our uh, societal beliefs. beliefs. Yeah, there are things that are still the same at the center, but still... There are so many things that are different about us as a nation that it's very difficult for all of us as a nation to come together and say, okay, we want to make leaders accountable. I'll tell you why. I'll, I'll tell you why I think, I think that is. Now, remember during the Edsas protests, even though they were in small numbers, you know there were protests that were anti-Edsas, that some people were saying there's no Edsas problem, we are in support of federal government, and we're yes, like... Yes. We are not te- we are not protesting against you. We are not against. We are just saying that federal government should take a look at this problem. I mean, some people went to the street and they were protesting our protest. So when you think about something like that, you you now begin to wonder how do since because unless there's a complete because if you look at places where this kind of request has worked, there has to be a, at least a seventy to eighty percent buying of the populace on this on this request so that. Not that some people are going to work, some people are sitting at home, some people are protesting, some people are against protests. Are... So if you, if you don't have that uni- universal agreement that there needs to be a change, it can be a problem. So that's why I will come back to where elections can work in to, to get us closer to where all of us can agree. Now, the number one problem is our constitution. And I think with me and Kule and we've had a conversation on this podcast about our constitution. At, at the moment, the only way or the closest way we can get anything done about our constitution is to elect someone that is willing to initiate a constitutional reform or have a conversation about it in the first place. Now, if you remember, Jonathan did a confab in 2014. There was yes. a report of that where yes. they said, these are the new things we want to be in the constitution. There was like a long conversation about it. Someone like Jonathan... In that confab, one of the discussions is to go back to the promise of restructuring because Nigeria as a country was not created to be one entire country. We were created to be republic, combined together with um, at, with alliances at the top. Meaning, outside people will be in outside land. You can move to Igbo if you want, but a majority of you guys will be in outside land, using outside resources to develop outside land. Um, south, west, south, south. Like that, these six regions will be in their region, use their resources to develop their region, then do kickbacks to the federal capital. But six years into that, uh, what's God? Six years into that plan, we had a coup. And since that coup, up until when the generals designed the 1999 constitution, we never went back to what we, what we were discussing. So it now comes down to who, who, which of the candidates, because Buari in his eight years, you can't even bring up restructuring. Nothing concerned Buari with restructuring in the first place. He didn't campaign that he was going to restructure. Nothing concerned with, if you like, say restructuring from now to, to next week. Kukon. So the first thing is, the, the, the reason, because there's no magic wand that we can wave. So the reason why, to an extent, for a country like Nigeria, that is current that if we, if we go with, if we just go with 
2.2% fiscal irresponsibility as we have gone in the last eight years. We went up like Venezuela in the next four years. It's, oh, it's coming. There's nothing like a maybe, probably. No, it is coming. If we just do, if the new person that comes in, let's say, for example, Jagaban enters and then he gets a midfielder's cousin to be the CBN governor and then they start reprinting Operation reprint because they re they printed close to 19 trillion under Buari's um what's it called? So I if they do revaluation and then they start reprinting again, they print under five trillion in the first two years because there's no money anyway, because there's a debt that you have to service. If they do something like that, we are headed towards Venezuela. But if we at least have someone that can steady the show and profile things like restructuring, because it's going to be difficult because. For example, IPOP has been agitating for uh, restructuring for how many years now? They've been killing those guys. I remember when I was having in Portaco that there were rumors that those guys would come to Portaco to do a demonstration. And there was one, that was the first time I would see a tank in front of the uh, uh, Bori camp. Tank, like tank that you see in the war zone. It was in front of the camp. They drove it out. Now, okay, let's see you guys. So imagine those guys. That, 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 this, is, this I'm talking about was in 2017. This is 2023. For six years now, there's and there's nothing like green light or idea or anything to showcase that they are going to get even 1% of that their agitation. So if you've seen that, number one, our, our rulers are open to violence, killing people, they don't care, and then we can't even seem to agree. The the the, the band aid, not let me not say solution, the band aid for now is to get someone. Who is, that, who is going to be fiscally responsible, responsible, who we can persuade to have conversations about confab and restructuring and changing of constitution. That's like what we can do now. So that's why, as much as it won't stop the problem, it, it, it doesn't even look like it's going to scratch the surface, but we are, we are at the point where you, 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 if you have been shot, yes, you need to remove the bullet, but you first of all have to stop the bleeding before you can get on to us bullet. So we're at the point where we are bleeding in every aspect of our society, every aspect of this country, we are bleeding. So we need to, first of all, stop the bleeding, then find a way to get to the hospital, then get a doctor or someone to help us remove the bullet. So so I, that's why, I, as much as I agree, I feel like the election is still very important, especially for a country like our own. We are, we, we, for example, just like in, in America, for example, as, as you know, vocal as Americans can be, you cannot tell Americans, uh, the people ruling America, the people at the top, this Congress, Senate, that the elections will not hold, or you want to do a referendum. They will come, they will meet violence with violence. They don't mind. They don't care. They will use violence on their citizens. So if, at this point, we need to find a way to stop the bleeding. So that's just, that's just my take on it. Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah anyway, there's yeah. something. Sorry, on, okay, before, go on. Um, um, there's something Bollis mentioned about we need to persuade and uh, the next thing that come out talk about constitutional reform again. I feel like that is also part of the problem because the point of democracy is for us to exercise power ourselves. We're not meant to persuade somebody and be like, Oh, yes, please help us. So, what like if I to tell you, please help us, so why are we voting you in the first place? You cannot just go and sit down in the actual in and do what I want then. So, again, it's it shows what that problem is because. As Boris mentioned, is the constitution, and that constitution means every time we keep electing a, a, a benevolent dictator, basically, you are electing someone that okay, let's just let's pray, it's nice. 
and we have to stop. We have to get get us to a point whereby we are praying somebody's night, and we will have to be to an extent quite militant. That oh yes, if you fuck up, we will fuck you. Because that is ultimately the only language these people are going to understand. Um, let me. I'm going to come to you in a second, but I I want to stick with Bolish for one more question because now it begs the question of with all these like discrepancies that we have and all these things, like, because when it comes to elections now. There's the north, like you mentioned, there's the south, south east, southwest, south everything, blah blah blah. And there's so many factors that come to the reason why the average Nigerian is voting. I've seen a lot of tribalistic people on Twitter today talking about, oh, I'm not voting APC, I'm voting um Emilokan because he's from my tribe. I'm not voting they say a uh, Muslim student association of Nigeria voting in Emilokan because he's and they say they are Nigeria. voting him because he wants to use him fight fight can. Like you can tell that like, our political education is so terrible. Like what is so so, Bolish, if this old system is designed like this, whereby people have weird reasons for voting, it begs the question of, does voting actually work? Because if it doesn't work, these people will not be spending the amount of money or looking for money to buy these votes. So, so we need to... So, buying votes is because votes works. That's why you are buying votes. <laughs> if it doesn't work, you will not buy the votes. So, if... It, if, if Voting does not work. They will not spend. They will not come and be giving you five k to go and press your for them. If 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 they are hundred percent sure that voting does not work, at least to get them into power, they will. Why 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 should anybody now uh, be crying that uh, uh the five billion I kept in my house and I want you to buy votes now? We forgot in the last session. We forget that Bullion Van literally went into Tinubu's house. Two two Bullion two, not one or two. So, so, and he said, yeah, it's my money. So, if, 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 if paying to get you to the vote, if it's not important, they won't buy the vote. Because yeah, I feel like we're taking something out of context in terms of this voting. Voting works, but voting does not work for us. It works for them. Like, that is why they want, they want to keep doing it. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to answer um, Wally's questions. In terms of, Wally is there are people that have weird reasons for voting. And then there are people that say, oh, we have money to buy votes. We are sure. For example, most of the Tinubu supporters, they know that APC does not have a good, um, what's it called? APC does not have a good feeling to people around the, around the nation. They know mm-hmm. that the average person that is not tied to uh, APC by through any, maybe their father is a member of APC or their father is a contractor with the Lagos State government or you know, the average person that is not tied to them does not have a good feeling or mind to vote APC. They are banking on weaponizing poverty, getting money to the you know people that can that can that would uh, succumb to purchasing five thousand, ten thousand, getting money across to them so that they will vote for them. Now, voting works because. It's, it's, it's all about the turnout. In the last election, only 27% of the people that collected their PVC came out to vote. Wow. If, you have, if, if you have 27%, that means there's a lot of, a lot of wiggle room for manipulation. You have more than 60% just sitting out. Yeah, a lot of wiggle room for manipulation. For, because I've done... I've worked as an INEX staff. And my, when I worked as an INEX staff, I didn't just do the... I next staff at the ward, you know, collect votes, mark everything. So it was the first week I did the first part. The second, because I knew the guy that was working in next, so I lobbied to be the on the other end, meaning at the council when the votes come. The truth is, the most, apart from the places where violence occurs, where, um, what's it called, 
dogs go in there, snatch the ballot box, and they scatter mm-hmm. the place. And, and then the votes there are disregarded or disputed. Apart from places like that, every other place, the rigging actually comes from who is present at the polling unit. Meaning, because when you come, you show everybody, APC is there, PDP is there, Labour Party is there, NNPP is there. You show everybody, this is the number of work I have. You show everybody, you count it, then you, you start issuing it out one by one. Everybody keen eyes looking at you. People come in and vote. Immediately they finish the vote. They ask you how many remain. They ask you, all of them ask you to destroy it immediately. Once you destroy it immediately, you count the votes there. Everybody takes you, you write the results, sign. I'm talking of 2015. So the, the method is big vast now. So it's a bit different. Yes. So mm-hmm. everybody signs. They, before you put it in your folder and the, and the policeman starts escorting you, Every single person takes a picture. APC, PDP, everybody, they take a picture. So when you put it in your folder, you go to your secretariat. Before you get to your secretariat, the APC guy in your ward tests his number to his own APC, to the APC guy at the um, what's called, the secretariat. So by the time you come out, you as the person for ward five, for example, by the time you call your result to the secretariat, the, the people at the secretariat already have the number they are expecting you to call. So you cannot call the number that they are not expecting. That's, so that's number one. Then from there, all the people there, they test their results like their regional coordinator that is going to be at the office, the state office. So if the, if, if the people come out to vote, there's usually very little room for manipulation. So if the... the I, I'm not even talking about the after effect of voting or why it will affect our country, but I'm talking about just... In the uh, in the aspect of getting what we want into power, if you come out to vote en mass, and then you are able to because it's beavers, you're able to look at the vote, see it uploaded, you will actually get your your what's it called? You get your candidate in power. If it was possible for uh what's it called, Ocean State, if it was possible, see all the tricks yeah. they have. If it was possible for them to actually rig adequately, this guy yeah, will never be. They will not make it. They will not make it close. They will not make it like uh, fifty thousand. No, they will bring somebody so that like one fifty two hundred so that he cannot even say he wants to go to court. So voting works. Let's let's get that clear. In terms of getting your candidate to power, voting works. But you need the results of people to come out. You need the results of people to check the results and and see. Okay, this is my polling unit. This is what we, we put in this polling unit. For example, on Saturday when I go, go to vote, I'll vote. I stick around for like an hour or two, see if they count. If they when they count, we we'll see what they come with the number. I take the number and I go. And then you can check on the INEC. Now it's not even better. You can check on the automatic uh, what's called when they upload Drew Beavers that it correlates with what you just voted. So it works. Well, um, and let me just Bolish mentioned something about confab and me. I'm a firm believer in the idea that the 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 whole concept of one Nigeria is a sham. It benefits some people and they will make sure that it continues to stay that way because they have access to oil in the south, sports in the west, blah blah blah. And what are you like? It's a sham. So I'd love to get your opinion on that first one. Then secondly, I know on this pod we have talked about it so many times. Like even if Peter B ends up winning, the fact that APC and PDP control majority of the Senate and House of Rep will end up frustrating frustrating him. But I'm on the firm believer that. Even if, yes, one person, an outside candidate is going to win and they end up frustrating him and what have you. Rome wasn't beaten in a day. You have to start first. You have to be like, okay, let's move the president first. One, one pandemic, like they say, one pandemic at a time. 
let's solve this pandemic first. They will start thinking of, okay, if he wins, a Labour Party suddenly becomes popular, how do we start to change things? So I would love to get your own take on that. Yeah, I think, um, I think both questions have or shared similar answer in the sense that the old confab thing is something that is being sabotaged by those in power because they know that the actual solution to, to the problem of this country is the decentralization of government. And we need to bear in mind that decentralization and the solution of power of our present structure is something that, if it is to happen, will take effect from the constitution of the country. It's the fact that um, even if Peter Obi becomes the president of this country, he would not be held responsible for, in, for the in, in, inadequacy of governor of river states. Mm-hmm. And, and states like Gombe states that generate almost close to nothing would have to fend for themselves and maybe borrow money from the central bank and, and it would be a, a, a district um, debt and not a general debt in the, in the sense that the fact remains that so many constituencies, so many states, so many um, normal districts, like the way a democracy should run, cannot run on their own, especially in Nigeria. A lot of them are not even functional. We have local governments that have local government chairman that only goes to the office maybe once a week just for show, just for stuff like that. So, a lot of the... the, the that begs the question that there's a lot of good ideas. And the fact remains that it is just making these ideas come to fruition. A lot of these ideas have been sabotaged. A lot of these ideas are ideas that are dead before they even arrive. They are dead before arrival. So, the fact remains that we have to decentralize, we have to dissolute power. And not the fact that, yes, it's a silly thing that some APC governors are actually taking the case of new notes to court. But the fact that in a country, the executive of government can actually ignore a ruling of the Supreme Court, the highest court in this country, it is very appalling. And don't even get me started about the fact that the Central Bank of Nigeria has nothing to do with the electoral process of this country. Like, don't even get me started on that. Now, um, um, yes, there's, 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 there's also, I have nothing to do in what sense. It, wait, in, in, in what country have you heard that the Central Bank of the country is, is making a policy due to the fact that an electoral process is, is, is around the corner. The, the, sole, the sole purpose of a central no, bank... But, but the central bank did not say that's right. The, 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 in the official communique. So, we, because we need, mm-hmm. to, we need to analyze this thing. Right? In the official communique, they didn't say this policy is because... Yeah. We all are deducing that this uh, policy, because we... we the, the idea is all of us are putting two and two together, that... Because we know that people keep millions and billions in their house, election is coming. Some people have bullion van. Maybe they already have money they want to, you know, share. Not so maybe they have. See, 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 bullish, bullish, bullish. Want to point out before before I will, I will relinquish to, to you guys. What I want to point out is that this same administration literally fiscally went to assault a chief judge of the nation. This same administration 
was told by the Supreme Court to re to, re to release uh, what's the name of this Zakazi to release uh, Dasuki. They have been flouting the Supreme Court since the first day. For long. For long. So, me, I was laughing when the governors went to uh, Supreme Court because I was laughing because I was like, uh-uh, she, is it a different Buhari or a new one? If I think been Buhari had accepted the Supreme Court hearing, I would have said, ah, this is no longer Buhari, this is Yusuf. But <laughs> <laughs> and, and no, it's not Supreme Court. So what makes us think that Supreme Court now? You know, you know the hypocrisy of this whole Naira stuff and Supreme Court is that these same people, these same governors that are ranting now and calling for impeachment of the president that had last week Friday that um Rufina could were like, Oh my god, he has filled blah blah blah, calling for the head of the president. But the same governors that were praising the president for the last seven years, talking about how good he is, seven he hasn't years. done anything wrong. At October, they were still praising him. Exactly. They've been praising so him. See, 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 for those that know, we all know that Erufa is positioning himself to be able to grab power next. So it is just trying to to court a particular section of the citizenry of Nigeria. Like we all know that. So like see, you cannot you cannot bite your you cannot bite your nose to spite your face. You don't understand. Every time I was the same person that was telling us that, oh my God, um, why is this and this and this and it's perfect? Now, because you have um, you're in Tinubu's camp, you stand to gain so many things if that guy comes into power and why is playing this game but we know that it doesn't favor you guys. Like some of you, some of them have 22 billion, will have 22 billion cash somewhere. <laughs> so now that the policy has come in, you will use that paper to sleep last, last, because it's not money anymore. It's paper. And now <laughs> no, you want but, to but let, let, let me say something that a lot of people are not paying attention to, which is very funny. And I, and I, and I think it's because we are being naive. That's why we are not paying attention to it. The reason why there is scarcity is because this policy is not really affecting them. That's why I feel like Buhari said is just is probably not smart enough. It's counterproductive. It's not like no, it's not affecting. It's not affecting the one bit. It's not even like nothing. Why I think so? This same Buhari was there when uh, uh, Tinubu bought tickets for twenty million, twenty people, and they, and he won the primary under his nose. Four hundred million. He's not a tactical genius or anything. Now you cannot tell me that in this Nigeria where. Rich people that have just let's say if you have three million in your account, you can literally call your account officer to bring money cash for you to your office. Hundred K, two hundred. So you are telling me you are trying to tell me that Jagaban of Lagos, the of all people, does not have. He has, in top he, has 50, he has fifty billion cash, and all the no mop up that cash and give it to him if he if he needs. It. We are <laughs> let's, let's not deceive ourselves. Let's not deceive ourselves. No, no. Bullish, he, bullish. My response to that is that cash. You say why? If yeah, the yeah. CBN has deployed to the banks, then why is this car? It's because the banks are at the edge. They've already shared the money say, before it gets to the, uh, the branches. So we are not left with a uh, branch. Because at that even as at two months, one month before the deadline, they were still issuing old notes in the banks. And nobody was raising alarm then. That was when it was funny. And two weeks before the uh, what's called the deadline, I was in a vehicle because I didn't want to drive. I, I said, okay, let me just. Um, take back um, local transport to go there, and they were telling me that the people were saying he went to the bank in the morning, two hundred thousand naira cash, and they gave him old notes two weeks. And I'm like, ah, I think I'm supposed to be cleaning up the old notes and giving people new notes. Is it? Ah, they don't know. They say they don't have new notes. Where did the new notes go to? JCBN claimed that they gave them new notes. Where did it go to? Polish, Polish. Can I? Can I have a response to what you're saying? Whether this is true or not it remains to be seen, because but there are people that will still tell you, especially people in the parking sector, that. 
the amount of cash, yes, British people have a way of getting money, blah, blah, blah. But the amount of cash disbursed per state to each bank is limited. Is not is lower than expected. As much as Central oh. Bank is saying, oh, as much as Central Bank is saying, oh, we are disbursing this money, we have printed this thing. The banks cannot come out and tell Central Bank that you are not giving us the money. So there's one that there's one that was telling me in the banking sector that oh, the amount of money that we receive or have been receiving since this money has been coming in is limited from what we normally receive from these people. So everybody in this sector knows that yes, and when this money comes in, there's a way of there's priority, you give it to these rich people first, branch manager has a way of mopping it, blah blah blah. But the amount of money these guys has amassed over time for this election and here and people have amassed over time. It is they've not been able to change this money to the amount of money that they need. Yes, you might change a few, but compared to someone that has hundreds of billions in cash stored in different buildings in Lagos, and all of a sudden, okay, maybe you can share. Someone, a friend of mine once told me that back in 2015, for the Odo State election, they were using helicopters to fly cash, helicopters to fly cash around. It was just moving the cash fast and seamless. So yes, you can have money. Maybe you have one billion of new notes compared to having fifty billion. It's two different things. So yeah, it might seem like okay, it might not be counterproductive and uh, but it's not seeming smart. What other people believe is that this money has never been circulated yet. Like after the election and everything is done, whether it wins or not, you will see the money that we're both looking for. Yeah, so but actually, on the point think, of um, actually, on the po- sorry, sorry, right. On the point of the old, uh, the money, you know, I think I think it still benefits the people that are holding that money. Yeah. So because okay, yes, um, having one billion of the notes is significantly less than having fifty billion. But the simple thing that the point of that thing is for vote buying, and the people who want to buy the vote for they don't have one. So that is like let's talk. You know, they don't have no, you know, you know, in this kind of situation now, do you, you know, in this kind of situation now, a billion naira of new notes is what. Almost ten billion naira. Yeah, basically, I'd cost, because because like, if, if I don't have any, if I don't have anything, I'm not going. I'm not, I'm not going to wait for it. Wait, uh, see, yeah, the, the, the mistake, the mistake you guys are making is that you think one billion is enough to buy votes. You're not buying votes in Lagos alone. Guy, you are guy, buying votes in thirty-six guy, states. Wait, guy, wait, you are let, buying votes in thirty-six okay, states. Let, whereby, let me use the personal. Wait, let me use see, the personal Bolish mentioned, Bolish mentioned something about Ocean states. Um, mm. Not too long ago, where PDP won recently. What the strategy that those people used to win for PDP is that they were collecting this cash. 5k, 10k, depending on what you could get, and they were voting for another party instead because obviously it's not as if you would go and check what I'm voting. The reason why uh, somebody is threatening people that stay in um, um, equity artists of um, Lagos that uh, if they don't vote for Tinubu and snap a picture and bring it as evidence is because even after you have collected the money, you can as well go to the polling or your voters, whatever it is, and vote for another person. So, yes, one billion might be enough to buy you the votes that you need in the Southwest. What about the other places? Like, what about the other states and other regions of the country? You need, there's a reason why these people have amassed this money in mass. They've amassed it for so long, they need it. Then suddenly, I have 100 billion, I have 50 billion that I want to use to buy votes, and I'm left with one billion. By the time you start sharing one billion billion in Southwest, that's the end. You don't have money. Because your aim in the first place, the reason why you are playing this to buy votes and if you are buying you wanted to buy votes from four regions and suddenly you are stuck with just one region then you have lost you might not have the election but that plan that you have, that's just the way me i see it either way um i feel like we would end up spending an entire time on nigeria's uh, problem and solution because first of all, it's, it's a crazy one and we'll have to find a way to move on to better things
if not, this country is going to drain us all. 